positivity and gratitude. Negative thinking will kill your performance and it could actually kill you over time. We want to teach you how to be the positive thinker who sees the invisible, feels the intangible, and does the impossible. We want you to be unstoppable. It starts with positive thinking. It's all frame of mind. So, we, we need to understand negative thinking often just kind of comes naturally, right? It's lazy. It's a lazy way to, th to think of the worst case scenario. It's easy for our mind to get wrapped up in what ifs and what could happen and to put ourselves down after we make a mistake, after we get rejected, after we lose, after we do bad in our test. We tell ourselves, I'm such a schmuck. I should have did this. I could have done that. I could have changed this. I could. We, we live in a world in ourselves, in our head of should have, could have, would have. If you want to be successful in sports, school, and life, whatever it is, you need to be two things simultaneously. Number one, you need to be your harshest critic. And number two, you need to be your best friend. So as your harshest critic, there's got to be no one who's more honest with yourself. There's no one who's more nitpicking with the details on you than yourself. No coach, no teacher, no tutor should be harder on yourself and more critical of yourself than you. But just as important, and maybe even more important, is number two, you need to be your own best friend, which means there's no one who's more loving, more caring, and more supportive of you than yourself. Positive coaches, great coaches, great leaders, great parents tend to have a three to one praise to critique ratio. Okay, so that means the best coaches, best parents, best teachers, the best leaders, they tend to praise their pupil, their client, their student, three times as much as they critique them. I've heard the numbers actually even as high as five to one, that ratio. So, and that's not always just a word, but sometimes just a positive, um, you know, nod, a nod of the head, fist pump, whatever it is, some kind of affirmation of their, of their student. So here's the deal. If you want to be a great coach, you're always coaching yourself. Become a great coach to yourself. Don't talk to yourself in a way that you wouldn't tolerate a coach to speak with you, right? You never pay a coach. If, if all I did in this video was put you down and slam you, you stink, you got to get better, you don't know anything, you'd just shut the video off. You'd be like, I don't need this guy and I don't blame you. But if you, wanted to, if you wanted to be learning from someone, you want them to be positive with you. You want them to be supportive. You want them to tell you the truth. You want them to be honest, but you want them to be supportive and give you an attitude that you can do this. So it's kind of a sense of practicing emotional first aid, first aid, right? Physical first aid, we know what to do to take care of ourselves. If I'm running, I fall on the ground, I scrape my knee, what do I do? I wash it out with peroxide, put on Neosporin, put on the Band-Aid, I take care of my knee. What I don't do is I don't run to the kitchen, grab a knife, and try to rip the, rip the cut open even greater. That would be poor physical, poor physical first aid. But emotional first aid, this is exactly what we do when we make a mistake, when we do something wrong. In times where we're really vulnerable, after messing up, after a loss, we tend to heap coals of fire on top of ourselves, just putting ourselves down and saying everything that we could have done. And that might be a moment where you need to be more your best friend. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be aware of the mistakes you made. Of course, write down the mistakes you made. Write down the areas that you could improve. But you might even want to save that till a later time. At that moment, when you're real vulnerable, when you're down, that's like having the cut knee. That's the time to tend to your knee, not to get down on it, not to crush it. Right? So in those moments where, you're make, where you've made a mistake or times where you really feel vulnerable, you have to come to your own aid and become your best friend. What am I really saying? You need to practice this three to one praise to critique ratio with yourself. When you catch yourself complaining, when you make a mistake, when you catch yourself calling yourself names, give yourself three positives, 
Three positives are three things you're thankful for. Okay, the opposite of depression is actually not happiness. That was surprising to me when I learned that. The opposite of depression is thankfulness. Why? Because if you're thankful, what's built into the assumption? If you're thankful, that means you have something. You can't be thankful for something you don't have. So reminding yourself what you're thankful for, reminding yourself of the things you do have, that's coming to your aid as your own best friend. That's practicing good, solid, emotional first aid. So whenever you catch yourself complaining or whenever you make a mistake and you catch yourself critiquing yourself, right off the bat, I want you to give yourself three positives. And if you want to take it a step further, give yourself five positives. Not an easy thing to do. So what are the areas you tend to complain the most in? When do you tend to complain the most and when do you tend to be, your, be too difficult on yourself where you maybe call yourself names, you put yourself down? Is it after a rejection? Is it after a loss? Is it after a coach or teacher speaks to you after you get in trouble, after you get yelled at? What is it? And what are times when I'm the hardest on myself? So write down at least three different areas where you're overly critical or you get down on yourself too much. And then what I want you to do is make it a habit, use those areas and think of three positives or three, three benefits of that situation. So as an example, if I tend to get down on myself after, I'm, after a coach uh, corrects my technique, right? Let's say I'm a sensitive person, coach gives me a, gives me a piece of advice, cor corrects me, critiques me, and I say, oh man, I'm no good. Okay, so that might be an area where I know that, that I get down on myself. What are the corrections? Well, number one, the coach cares about me. I'm thankful that I have a coach who cares about me enough to correct my technique. Number two, by taking the coach's advice, I'm probably gonna get better. I'm gonna be a better competitor objectively after I take this information. And number three, what is it? What's something else that's beneficial? You gotta do some thinking. It's hard work to think. I heard Henry Ford once say, thinking is the hardest work in the world. That's why so few people do it. And then you look around the world and you say, you know, he's right, <laughs> very few people thinking. What's a third area? What's a third area that, that it actually helps me if the coach is, is giving me advice? Well, even if my coach is maybe negative in the way he framed the information to me, now I'm learning how not to critique someone when I'm gonna critique someone about something I want them to improve. So three areas that I'm thankful in the areas that I'm critiquing myself. Let's say I lose a competition. Let's move on to another example. I lose a competition and that's when I really get down on myself. I hate to lose and great competitors, they do. They hate to lose. So what am I gonna tell myself? What am I thankful for? Number one, I'm thankful for the opportunity to compete. Not everyone has a healthy mind and a healthy body that's capable of competing in, comp in a sporting competition. So number one, I'm happy, to be, I'm happy to be here and healthy, right? Number two, I still have loving family and friends. So I'm thankful for that. It might not be directly related to the competition, but even after losing, I remind myself that I'm happy that in the position I'm in in life. Number three, I'm happy that I've learned from this competition, right? Even though I lost, I still learned lessons. And sometimes it takes a loss for us to learn a little bit more. Ideally, we learn from our wins and from our losses, but the reality is deep down I know I learn a little bit better when I lose because that pain fires me up a little bit more. It's a greater motivator for me. So I know that even though I lost, I'm gonna learn more from this competition. Also, I know not only do I, do I learn more from a loss, but I tend to get more motivated. I tend to get more of a fire lit inside me. It sparks me to practice more, to practice better, more effectively, to come up with more solutions because I don't want to have that pain again. So right off the bat, that's four positives from a situation where I tend to complain and get down on myself. What are your biggest areas where you complain that you get down on yourself or where you really feel that maybe negative heat from other people and then write down the three to five positives the three, to, the three to five things that you're thankful for in those same areas. 
And then the idea is after you write this down, it's gotta be a way of life. Anytime you catch yourself complaining, boom, name three positives. One simple thing you could see, winter time, it gets cold outside and right away we give a complaint. Oh, it's freezing out here. Okay, now you gotta give three positives. You just gave one complaint. So you see, it's easy to complain. It's easy to complain. It's lazy thinking. Now you're gonna have to actually do the work and to think of three positives. You're gonna have to search your mind. Okay, well, at least I have a jacket on. At least I have a warm home to go to after this. Two, okay, I'm cold, but it's because I'm walking to practice and because I'm, I'm gonna be getting better from this. And number three, it's not just me. Other people are sharing my struggle. I'm not, I'm not going at this alone. So you see, I have to think about it. And even maybe some of those are a little bit weak, the answers I gave. So I have to search my mind and come up with stronger positives, stronger things that I'm thankful for to motivate me. So it's, it's strong thinking. It's, this is the way the most successful people think, the happiest people in the world think, the richest people think, the most the holiest people, everyone, they tend to not be lazy thinkers. They see possibilities. And we just shut our mind down with overly critical and getting down on ourselves. We don't get any better. So be thankful. Anytime you catch yourself complaining or putting yourself down, right away, three positives. Do the exercise and most importantly, start living it. Mindset makes the difference. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great, excellent information, represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes, working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, Make sure as an individual, you sign up for the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation. That's the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one-on-one -on -one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique, or whether it's mindset. One-on-one -on -one is always the best. Thanks for staying with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.